Happy Friday, everybody, and happy Father's Day weekend. I hope you guys are crushing it, and I hope you guys have a great weekend. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there, and I know that I'm certainly going to enjoy this weekend. Also, reminder that this weekend on Saturday, I'll be releasing another episode of A Bone to Pick, where I give you my monologue on all things sales, finance, and really anything else that I got a bone to pick with. So stay tuned for that. And today's guest was absolutely fantastic. So quick shout out to Morgan McKell from Monarch Social, who is one of the sponsors of the show, but he actually put me intact with today's guest, Jason Pruel, who's the owner of Dark Prime Collectibles, and who also has just a fantastic story of realizing that he can make money off of his dreams, and there's no better time to start than when you need to start. And uh, you guys will absolutely enjoy this episode and get a lot of inspiration from it. So don't skip out on this one. And without further ado, Jason Pruel. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. So you're the owner of uh, Dark Prime Collectibles, and we actually met Morgan. Yes. That's pretty sweet, man. I really like Morgan. Morgan's a good dude. Oh, yeah. Morgan's a fantastic guy. He's been <laughs> helping me with my business quite a lot lately. Oh, yeah. Well, he's the right dude to do it. Mm-hmm. Like... Morgan is, is one of those guys who, who knows what he's talking about. He's not, uh, you know, he knows exactly what, what's going on. Oh yeah. He's a good guy to have in your corner. Good guy to have on your team. So tell me like what dark prime collectibles is like, what do you guys do? Um, a guy knows at best we sell nostalgia. Oh, holy cow. We we sell childhood memories and the wants and dreams of the, of the older generation when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. Let me help you out with this bike. Put it in your mouth. Yep. There you go. So, um, I mean, I've seen so many things that I've, that I wanted when I was a kid going through my store and I just look at now and go, Oh, now I can get it. Oh wait, nope. I have to sell it. (laughs) (laughs) You got to sell it now, dude. But that's kind of cool. You do you have your own collection of, of stuff? Like, oh. what, so what are you into? Like, tell me what what all you got going on. Um, I'm a hardcore transformer collector. I um, we have something like 600 in my personal collection of transformers. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Dude, like, um, so tell me like the history of transformers because like I am so like I'm only I'm I'm very basic when it comes to that. I'm basic bitch when it comes to that, bro. So uh, Transformers are actually developed over in Japan uh, by a third, uh, by a little no, unknown company over there. Okay. Um, and they weren't called Transformers at the, di- at the time. They were called uh, Diaclones. Oh, wow. And then uh, Takara, uh, one of the biggest toy companies over there, actually saw how popular they were and actually bought them all up. Okay. There he goes, we want everything. We want the rights to it. We want everything. Wow. Uh, they recolored them, re- uh, made them uh, change the names of them. And turned, called them the Transformers. Wow. Holy cow, dude. Yeah, then uh, Hasbro partnered up with Takara over there and brought it over here to the U.S. What What year was that? Um, that was 84, 85 times. Oh, okay. So so they just started as like a, a toy, you know, a toy gig over in Japan. Like it wasn't a comic book no. or anything. Okay. Yeah, uh, no. Um, at that time, uh, robots were the big thing in Japan, just like they are nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, this company was like, yeah, you know, these let's make some, some that transform into... Normal everyday uh, items that everybody sees on a regular basis. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's sick. And at the time, they only had what was it? It was like eight or ten uh, diet clones at at the time. Okay. 
that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And so how did the story develop with like Transformer? I'm, I'm like, I'm going to let you geek out for a minute because there's a lot, there's a lot of like stories and offshoots with that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with. Um, the storyline just started off with uh, after Takara bought up the Transformers and started making the trans making the toys. They're like, Hey, we need a way to get the more uh, publicity for it. So they made the cartoon over in Japan. And oh. uh, that's when they developed the Autobots, the Decepticons, uh, the good guys, bad guys, and made it where they were uh, allied with the humans. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. That's a great business idea. We need mm-hmm. a way to like sell more toys. So we'll like create a cartoon. Oh yeah. That's a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. I mean, and every business model, uh, company has uh, followed suit with that model ever since then. Wow. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. You sell the, create the cartoon and sell the toys. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's great, dude. So you, so you have that collection. Yes. Um, you've been, I mean, what, what do you look for? Like as far as collecting, cause I've always found that like a super interesting hobby. So how do you do, how do you tell like what's worth buying and what's not worth buying or like, um, I always tell people it's based on what you want. Uh, don't base it on price or value or something like that. It's value to the person, not the value of the dollar. Hmm was my personal collection that I paid literally five cents for. Oh, wow. And okay. But you just like, this is cool. Yeah. Wow. And it's literally worth maybe a dollar. Um, That's pretty cool. Then I have Transformers that I, my wife was uh, mad about, but I know <laughs> I spent a, a couple hundred bucks on and you're like, yeah, you know, I want this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want it. you like, you yeah. like, you got it, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always cool, man. Cause you just never know. Like why, why I think that's cool is because, you know, especially with like the whole Pokemon thing. Like who would have ever thought that like, I mean, I I was in the Pokemon craze. Oh yeah. Are you, are, are you involved with that? Um, I was back in the nineties when they first came out. Okay. Um, I'm actually kicking myself for something. <laughs> Everybody I, is, man. Yeah. I had like decks on deck. Yeah. I remember going to Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. Yeah. Like I'm going to show my nerd right there, but that's cool, man. Cause they were fun. Yeah. I never played Pokemon growing up. I collected okay. the cards okay. and I had a huge collection. And then my nephew uh, at one point goes, Hey, I'm into Pokemon. And uh, I was like, you know what? Since you don't really have, since my sister is a single mother raising two kids, yeah, you can just have them. Wow. And I gave him my entire Pokemon collection, my cards, my game, my video games that I had at the time and whatnot. And okay. yeah. And I, I look back and go, you know, I had that card. I had that card. <laughs> no way. You're like, dude, I could have, Oh yeah. man. Yeah, like I had a shadow, uh, some shadowless uh, stuff back, back in the day that's wow. now like a thousand dollars a piece. Oh wow, dude! So I'm just like, oh. <laughs> well, and the whole uh, what is it, Logan Paul yeah. selling L- NFTs oh, off yeah. of it for to to just go bananas? Like they just found so many ways to make money off of out of this. I you know the the um they found so many ways to make money outside of Pokemon cards themselves. Oh yeah. Going into like NFTs and going into, uh, you know, like, like conferences and dude, it's bananas. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, Pokemon's one of those ones that, uh, they had a hit co- uh, comic book and manga back over in Japan and they went, you know what? We need to, we need more stuff. Oh wow, dude. <laughs> that's awesome, bro. I like what you said at the beginning though. Cause I, uh, I feel like that that's some deep business insight that we kind of skipped over. So I kind of want to go back to it. So you said, I mean, was that a business partner that you had that said you were selling nostalgia? Um, no, it was a friend of mine. Um, okay. I was giving a business review during a networking group that I was in 
And I was talking to one of the guys before, just before my business uh, overview. And he's like, no, you don't sell uh, toys. You don't sell items. You sell nostalgia. You sell childhood memories. Yeah, dude. I was like, ever since then, I was like, that thing has stuck with me. Yeah. I mean, well, that's what sells. That's what people are actually buying. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason I would buy that kind of stuff is not because like, I mean, it might be because I enjoyed it or something like that, but, but you know, I, I got a Nintendo switch. Like that is the extent of my gaming. Like I was a Nintendo switch and I have two games, uh, super Mario Kart or like, you know, Mario Kart yeah. and then super smash brothers. That's it. Because those were my favorite games playing oh, yeah. like, growing up. You know what I mean? And like, um, so that totally makes sense. Like that's the only reason I got sold on it. I was like, Oh, we can connect two of them and, and I can get all my, like, get, like all my friends and we can just reminisce, you know, and, and, yeah. you know, play all those games that we used to play. That's great, dude. <laughs> that's great. And uh, I can't tell you how many people I know that have uh, collected stuff over the years and then they go, you know what? I just don't like some of the stuff anymore. They, oh. uh, and they got rid of a bunch of the stuff and go, I'm only keeping what I've actually, actually had as a child. Oh, wow. Because like a friend, uh, one friend of mine was, uh, he was going for a full game, uh, video game collection. Yeah. And, was, and when I, and he, uh, after he had a certain amount, he's just like, I don't play any of these. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Dude, that's crazy. So how, what? what made you want to start your business? Cause like a lot of people in your position just stay collectors. Maybe they stream a little bit. Maybe they make a little money on video games, but I feel like very few of them go actually like, Hey, we're going to start a business and we're going to do this. Um, truthfully, my wife got pregnant and I was working as a temp at, uh, making very little money. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay. So you were like, <laughs> that. that's crazy. So you were like, most people like start a business and then a big life event happens like that. And then they're like, I need a steady job, but you yeah. did the opposite, man. Yeah. I was working at a steady job. I was working semi steady job as a temp. Okay. Um, we were, I mean, I tell this to, uh, every time we were a thousand dollars negative in our accounts each month. Oh, wow. With two of us working. Oh, wow. And when I, and then my, uh, when my wife got pregnant, I, I took a step back. I was like, you know, and we need extra, some extra money. We can't be bringing a child in when, with, a neg- with a negative balance on account. So I actually took my personal collection and started selling it. Wow. We are also brought to you guys by Monarch Social. Now, Monarch Social isn't just another social media marketing company because they're going to take care of you on all your digital marketing fronts, from SEO to beautifully designed websites, to custom videography. And if you want to know more about that, you got to check out the video they did for me uh, on the Thinking Project Facebook group um, because it was absolutely phenomenal. They absolutely killed it. Morgan and his team take really good care of you. They walk you through every step of the process and the communication is on point. So if you need a custom video, a beautifully designed website, if you need uh, custom social media ad campaigns, Monarch Socials, where it's at, They also have a podcast they release every Friday where they bring you a ton of value. So check them out, monarchsocialbrand.com, or you can find them wherever uh, you're on social media because they're probably there too. So check them out, monarchsocialbrand.com, and get your digital marketing rolling. But before I did that, I actually went to uh, the DI over in Layton. Okay. And uh, at the, I was there just hanging out and talking to some people I knew from that were buyers and resellers and stuff like that. And they, uh, one of them actually suggested that I do the same thing. Wow. So I took my last dollar that I had to my name and bought a little jigsaw that was like a little table thing that just uh, attached. And when I, um, they didn't, DI had it just priced for a dollar. The thing sold for like uh, almost 50 bucks, uh, used. Wow. Um, 
I was actually just going to give it to a friend of mine that uh, I knew buy, uh, wouldn't buy and resell tools. Uh-huh. I was like, here, you know, this is a dollar. Go ahead and buy it. He goes, and he literally looks at me and goes, you go buy it for a dollar and I'll buy it off you for 25. <laughs> so I did that. Then like uh, some people offered, uh, offered me a spot at the swap meet to uh, sell some stuff and whatnot. So I talked to my wife. And we actually were like, yeah, we'll give this, we'll give a shot just to see how, and see how this stuff goes. Wow. Or not. So I actually took the $25 that I, I made off the jigsaw and some of my personal collection and I went out to the swap meet. Um, that first Sunday I did it, I made about 300 bucks. Like you, so you, you just sold the stuff that like in your yeah. personal collection. Uh, some, uh, some of my personal collection and I had bought some stuff from the DI for, with the 25 that I got off oh, that wow. jigsaw and, uh, made 300 that first uh, Sunday. Um, went home, talked to my wife about it afterwards. Uh, we agreed, uh, half the money would go back to buying to go get some more products. So I'd have to keep some of my personal yeah, uh, collection yeah. and we, uh, put the other half into, uh, out to the side. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. Um, and then for almost three years, we went out to the swap meet every Sunday to sell. Oh my gosh. That's bananas, bro. Yeah. That's a really cool story. So you went like you were in, so you just started like going to the DI, buying cheap stuff that you knew would sell. Like, did you know it was worth more? No. Um, I didn't know what was worth money at the time. I was just buying stuff that, you know, I looked at it and went, if it doesn't sell, I'll just put my back in my personal collection. Oh, wow, dude. <laughs> So, Holy cow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back when I started this about seven years ago, eight years ago now, um, actually it was about nine years ago because my daughter's eight and we did it started just when she was pregnant, my wife was pregnant. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah. Back nine years ago when I first started doing this, all these apps that are out there now that you can, except for like eBay was the yeah. only option of like, see, yeah, to, to see life. what like was, was going. Yeah. Yeah. And, but nowadays there's like half a million apps out there. They can go, okay, this is going for this price. This is going for this price. Like what are some of the big ones you use? Um, I use a uh, price charting for video games. Um, okay. It's a website that was created, uh, started off as a website. Uh, they uh, created an app for uh, Android phones and stuff like that. Um, it uses backdoor entries to eBay, GameStop, and a bunch of other sites that actually sell, sell the vintage and retro video games. Wow. And a bunch of the current games. And they actually average out the uh, sold listings on all those sites. So you can go, okay, average price is, uh, price is this. And it actually breaks it down per site. So you can go this site, this site, this site. <laughs> wow, dude, really? So you can yeah. be like, so you can get a game and then go like, uh, I, it's selling more on GameStop than it is here. Yeah. So we'll buy this game and, and mm-hmm. do, and you know, whatever. Yeah. Wow. Can you, can personal people sell stuff on GameStop? I mean, I uh, not on GameStop, but uh, there are a bunch of other sites like uh, price charting just actually opened okay. up a way at a, their site to be able to sell on and do like an eBay type thing with them. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I mean, you always have eBay, Amazon, Facebook, all kinds of other sites to sell on. Wow, dude, that's amazing. Uh, how do you like selling on Amazon? Do you sell on Amazon? Um, I don't sell on Amazon. Um, I've looked into it. I, they're, uh, they're a lot more strict on rules and regulations of being able to sell and what you can sell on there. Oh um, yeah. Well, yeah, they are for sure. Yeah. Like with, we, with some of the stuff you have to actually be invited to be able to sell some of it, to sell the items. No way. Really? Yeah. Yep. Wow. So like if it's really rare, they, they won't just let anybody get on there and sell. No. Uh, I guess that makes sense. I mean, if you got like a really rare game or like toy that goes for, you know, I, I mean a lot of money, they don't want like frauds on there. Yeah. 
Cause they, yeah. Cause Amazon's really good at like take, giving the money back and oh, yeah. return. So but yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, uh, okay. Right. I yeah. guess so. Um, I have learned that like Facebook actually gives you the, uh, the best pricing on uh, selling your items though. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. So Facebook, the like Facebook marketplace yeah. is like a really good place to sell stuff. Oh yes. Oh wow. Well uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, I only sell on Facebook now, but yeah. Plus that you don't take I don't it. use KSL that often. Yeah. KSL's uh, I used to use it, but it's a di- it's been dying out for several years now. Um, really? Facebook's been uh, stepping up their game, trying to be the one-stop shop for anything and everything you want to do. Like, well, so. yeah, I mean, especially like their marketplace is oh, yeah. is actually really nice. Oh yeah, yeah, it's really nice. I I still don't do like the. You know what's funny is I'll put something on Facebook and I'll put something on KSL and I get like a ton of scammers on KSL. Oh yeah, like the guys who are like put in this code. I'm like, I'm not gonna put it. You're crazy. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's bananas, bro. So you, so you find a lot of your success on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Do you have your own website that you sell stuff? Um, of? We, uh, we're working on that right now. Um, okay. it, is, it is up and running, um, yeah. but it doesn't have very much product on there because um, well, it's a time consuming. Well, yeah. And I would imagine that like if your inventory turns quickly, right, yeah. that would be hard to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. That would be hard to do. There's actually another company that I was, that's kind of like that, but they, 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 you know, they're like called below retail and they sell anything. Um, but it's like really cool that you started that, like you just started buying and selling stuff. Mm-hmm. So you went every, every year for on Sunday Yeah, and you just, you'd buy stuff at the DI and sell it at the swap meet. Where are the yep. swap meets at here? Um, there's one up in, uh, Riverdale road at okay. the uh, drive-in theater there. And then there's one, uh, in Redwood road, uh, down here in Salt Lake city. Oh, wow, dude. Swap meets are great. Oh yeah. I, I lived in New Mexico for a long time. Farmington, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of swap meets down there. Like oh, I remember yeah. the Gallup swap meet was a big one and that was, that was a lot of fun. But so, so you'd buy stuff at DI and go sell it at the swap meets and you yeah. had a lot of success with oh, that. Yeah. I mean, so, and you've been doing that. So you started it then. Yes. And is this what you do full time? Yes. Um, after uh, three years at this, out at the uh, swap meet, we opened up wow, our, so you were making money to live at the swap meet. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. We were, <laughs> we were averaging 500 to uh, $700 a Sunday out there. Are you serious? Yeah. That's great. Dude. So I was making, I was making just as much out there in a, on one and uh, working four days a week than I was working a full-time job. No kidding, dude. That's yeah. great. I mean, that's the thing is when I talk to business owners and, and we get into these conversations, you're like, you know, 700 bucks a Sunday. Some people might be like, uh, but I'm like, dude, that's incredible that mm-hmm. you can live the lifestyle you want to live. And, and that's the thing. People that won't start businesses because they're like, Uh, it's not a million dollar idea or it's not a hundred thousand. And I'm like, dude, sometimes that's not the point. Sometimes you just want freedom. Oh yeah. And sometimes you just want to be like, look, I don't want to work for this guy anymore. Like I want to have a little more control. And that's what you did. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you you know, you were sick of. Yeah. I mean, that was the, that was the whole thing was, as I was working, um, after a while I I was working at a a restaurant and stuff like that. And I got to the point where I was just like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. 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 So while well, I was uh, still doing the swap meeting, I, I was still working a full-time <laughs> job and stuff like that. So, so I was just like, yeah, I don't want, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. So you were doing both. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, yeah, dude, good for you. So after three years, that's when you were like, Hey, that we um, can make this work. Um, actually it was after about four or five years that I okay, decided to, yeah, that's cause fair. I was just like, I want to get enough uh, money both have to be able to actually run my business and cool. be happy and stuff good like for that. You, man, that's incredible, dude. And you know what? I, I love, I love this podcast because I get to meet amazing people like you. Like 
Some people, people just talk about doing that. Some people mm-hmm. are like, oh yeah, that'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. But you like did it. Oh yeah. And you're like, this is this work. And is that how you still do it or? Um, yeah, um, I don't do this well, or I don't do this well as much as I'd like to anymore. Um, yeah, 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 cause you, my, yeah. Cause you got, you got brick and mortar, right? Yeah. You got a storefront. Yep. Wow. Dude. Um, that my daughter's now eight years old. So I okay. really want to spend time with her and yeah. stuff like that. And now with my wife. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we, I work, I mean, my store is open five days a week, uh, Tuesday through Saturday. Okay. Um, Sundays and Mondays were off. But Sundays and Mondays, I'm also still doing work-related stuff or spending time with my family. Yeah, that's great, bro. Holy crap. Good for you, man. So so it started out with like DI stuff. Started mm-hmm. out with, I'm, I'm like, what were you, were you just buying anything? Um, just like, hey, dude, this looks like I it's was, worth something? I was buying stuff that I knew, uh, knew stuff about. Like okay. uh, I was buying okay. football memorabilia that I knew stuff about. That even like I said, if I, even if I didn't sell it at the swap meet, I can either put my personal collection or I knew fan people that were fans of the of the teams. Yeah, I could, yeah. I, I could just like here, just take it. It didn't cost me much. So oh, okay, yeah, so okay, so you had an exit plan. You were yeah. like, all right, that's really uh, that makes a lot of sense. So you were buying stuff that like, hey, this is either going to go in my personal collection or or it's going to buy it. Yeah, you know what's funny about that? I mean. I mean, w- w- did you have, was there a method to that madness? Um, not really. Okay. Um, okay. I just, I'd buy stuff that I, like I said, that I liked and stuff like that. Um, and made sure I had a way to get rid of it if I really didn't want, if it didn't sell after a while. Yeah. 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 What were some of the ways you'd, you'd um, like, well, you said your personal collection. Yeah. You just give it to friends. Like- yeah. But I'd give it to friends and families and stuff like that. Um, or like the, uh, sports memorabilia or some of the video games that I'd buy. Uh-huh. Um, if not, I would literally just redonate back to the, one of the yeah. stores or, uh, <laughs> uh, some of the stuff I actually just gave to kids Oh, cool! that were out of the shop. Like I'd buy uh, some stuffed animals that were sports related yeah. that just didn't sell. So I just like, here, you take this. Wow, dude. That's really cool. You know, what's funny about that is like in my head, like, so I'm, that's just how I work in my brain. I'm like, I try to find the, like the meaning behind that. And I think it's cool that you came from this spot that was like, Hey, I'm just going to sell this and make money. And if it doesn't work, like I'm just going to give back. Right. Like, or like, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give to somebody out of my personal collection. First of all, I think there's a lot of power in that. Like if you don't like, I'm not desperate to sell it. Cause like, it's either going to, you know, yeah. I'm either going to do something cool with it or it's going to be my cool thing. Uh, and so I think that's the one cool thing. And then I, you know, there's a lot of cool things you can do with that. Like I'm sure those kids remembered you like this guy gave me a really cool. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, after a while of me doing stuff like that and when I, I actually had people hitting me up at the swap meet first and that's why I had oh, such wow. a success. Yeah. Like people would, uh, I'd be in the middle of the swap meet and people would hit and come to me first before they hit anybody else. Wow. I also had people bring me stuff to sell to me at the swap meet. Oh really? Yeah. Like, Hey, will you buy this? Yeah. Like oh, I had wow. a guy, I had a guy bring me a box of video games at the swap meet. No way. Yeah. Cause cause he just knew you would sell stuff and yeah. like, wow, dude. Yeah. He had bought some stuff off me several times before and he's just like, Hey, they're just extra games I don't need. Yeah, you, know, you want to buy them off me? Yeah, and I mean, you probably bought them for nothing. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and it was that relationship, mm-hmm. dude. That's cool. Yeah. Holy crap, dude. That's great. So, oh my goodness. So that that kept going, and then you eventually, oh yeah, uh, you went to the storefront and mm-hmm. you started doing that. So what did I mean? You kind of dialed. You've kind of dialed it in since then. Yeah. You know you. Could, so what do you focus on right now? Um, right now we focus on the vintage and retro video games from the eighties uh, and nineties uh, era. Okay. So, so yeah, you've really dialed it in. So now yeah. now you buy specific things. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we do that. We uh, specialized. Uh, started specializing in Magic the Gathering and D and D stuff for tabletop gaming. Okay. Uh, we do that's Lego. A, dude, that's a big 
That's a big market. Oh, it is. I, I can't believe how big it is. Like I have some friends who are into like magic, the gathering and D and D and like D and D was big back in, I mean, way before yeah. I was born. Like mm-hmm. I was only born in the early nineties. Oh yeah. So, um, and then, uh, we do, uh, we have a big se- uh, selection of Lego. Okay. That's cool. I have to make sure I say that right. Cause anybody that listens to this, that, li- that likes li- Lego will get, will get, be mad if you had that S. <laughs> well, yeah, Lego. That's right. Well, you know, what's funny. I, I actually interviewed a Lego, like a professional Lego designer. Oh yeah. Her name is Marianne. Oh, yeah. I know her. Do you know Marianne? Yeah. She, uh, she actually lives a few blocks away from my store. Oh really? Yeah. She goes, She's she, really cool. Oh yeah. She's done some, um, pretty gnarly stuff with Lego. Yeah. Um, now, yeah, I'm actually going to try to reach out to her now that uh, we can actually do get togethers and stuff like that. And yeah, I, yeah, want, yeah. I actually wanted to, I wanted to come in and do like a teacher class and of how to build uh, designs and stuff. Like that. Dude, she's is the one. I mean, oh, I yeah. never, I like a, like Di- Disney or somebody. I mean, she worked for them. Yeah. She, uh, she used to work for Lego. She was, that's right. The, she she worked for Lego. Uh, she was the first female designer uh, for Lego, uh, the Legoland uh, that they had. Yeah, dude, I remember her talking about that. That blew my mind, yeah. and like she made money off of that. And like, oh, yeah. dude, that's the whole point of this. That's what I'm trying to tell people: like, do something you love and get really good at it. And yeah, I mean, she. Uh, wow. Yeah, I know. I know her whole story because me and her have talked so much. And when I, I yeah, really, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. really wanted her to come in and do it, teach her a class on how to build, uh, do designs and stuff like that. Yeah, you should. I mean, so that's the only person I would ever want to take a Lego class from. Yeah, because I've seen some of her designs in person oh, yeah. and whatnot. It's just amazing. She did. She did some Lego designs. Lego design for uh, Square, mm-hmm. I think. She did some for a Netflix movie. Yep. I saw one of the the Christmas movie. Yeah. She did Lego design for. I mean, just a crazy. Places you would never think she did that cathedral. Yeah. Who? Yeah. She actually just Man. did a uh, last time I talked to her just before COVID happened. She was, uh, she had just finished design for a uh, tech school over in California. That's right. Yep. 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 So I actually interviewed her like during COVID. I mean, it was probably a few months. I mean, by now it's probably been a year, but it was, but it was crazy. She, she reached out like we, we were connecting on connect Utah, yeah. I think. And, uh, and she was like, you know, I want to, yeah, I'd love to be a, a guest. And I was like, okay what do you do? And she's like, I'm a, I'm a, like a professional master Lego artist. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go. This is crazy. Yeah. I mean, this is um, cool. Yeah. She, uh, she actually tried out for a uh, Lego master, the uh, TV series. Yeah. 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 And yeah. she was actually denied because she worked for Lego. But, well, yeah, because she's a professional. They were yeah. like, yeah, they were like, no, 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 no. We already know you win this, right? We already, we, you win yeah. this all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, dude. That's so cool. So you get, so you're in, so you're in Lego right now. Yeah. What else? Um, we do, wow. uh, we have, uh, we do, uh, toys and action figures and stuff like that. Um, okay, cool. What, of, are you niched down on that or is it just um, kind of like if you, you know, so that one, we're not as niched down as I'd like to be. Um, we're, okay. we're, we're working towards that. Um, our biggest selection right now is star Wars. Okay. Um, that's a big, yeah, oh yeah. That's it. Dude. Um, we have a bunch of stuff from uh, Marvel and DC stuff and whatnot. That's um, a great one to be in right now as well. But uh, I like I special I like to specialize in the uh, older toys, the eighties and nineties, the seventies, the sixties toys. Yeah, I mean that's great, dude. I mean, the, well that that's a good market to. I mean that's a good niche to have because those are the the people who would find that nostalgic are the ones who can spend the money. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So do you, how do you do a lot of your sourcing now? Do you still go to DI? Um, do you, what do you do? I actually don't hit DI or Savers or any of the uh, thrift stores as much as I would like. Okay. Um, and you need a team, homie. <laughs> You need a team that's uh, just a, th- you know, thrift yeah. store. I actually just have, I actually have more people coming to me and selling me this stuff than I do, than I actually have room for nowadays. Oh, 
yeah, I bet, um, dude. There's a, I actually had to turn down some uh, stuff not too, not too long ago that I actually, uh, was actually sad about because I was like, I could make some money off this stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have the room to store or sell it. <laughs> oh, wow, dude. Yeah. Cause I'm, uh, I mean, I have a back stock of Lego right now. I have a back stock of action figures and other toys that I'm going through. I have a small back stock of video games I need to go through yeah, in price. Dude, holy cow. You need a team, bro. You need just some homies back there that are just, oh, yeah. Um, and we're actually, uh, uh, working on getting that done up. Um, hopefully by the end of the year, uh, by the end of this year, we should be able to hire somebody to at least help out with some of that stuff. Yeah. Do some of the back end stuff. I mean, I mean, you do, I mean, if you don't have to, I mean, you don't, I mean, don't, you know what I mean? But sometimes uh, man, sometimes the team just, Oh yeah, no, it does. Uh, it is something I need to, I need done. Cause <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm wearing every hat in the store right now. And yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but that's what you got to do when you're, when you're in the, I mean, I mean, because you're still in like, so you officially went brick and mortar only three or four years ago? Um, I went brick and mortar actually about seven years ago. Oh, okay. But, so you had a brick and mortar. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I've only been doing this full time for about five years or so six years now. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, we actually moved from our second location we were at into a bigger location. And the day we opened in the uh, new location was the day actually we, uh, was my like, Hey, I told my boss I quit. This is my last day. And my last day was the day before we opened up in the new location. Wow. That's crazy, man. <laughs> that's so. really cool. So as far as like your, your, you know, the, the first thing you said was amazing. We sell nostalgia and whoever gave you that advice was on point. Oh yeah. And is that kind of how you brand yourself now? Is that kind of um, like where you go? It is, it that? is as much as we, uh, as we try to, cause, yeah, yeah. um, we, uh, my favorite quote, quote I, I like to tell everybody is everybody's a nerd. <laughs> yeah, that's true, bro. That's true. You just own it. Yeah. And I, everybody, uh, people deny it, try to deny it. No, I'm not a nerd. I'm like, okay, do you have anything that you have more than four of in your, in your house? Yeah. And they're like, well, yeah, I have four, I have like five or six of these. I was like, that's a collection. Yeah. It's a nerd. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're a nerd. <laughs> Good so. for you, bro. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Cause that's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm a nerd. Like I have my, I have my books everywhere. Like, you know, I have, I have uh, two or three copies of the same book, just like oh, yeah. different prints. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure, man. <laughs> so, so yeah. So my favorite, my favorite thing to do when people walk in is what kind of nerd are you? Oh, no kid. Are you serious? Yes. Is that, do people love that, bro? Um, I'm not sure, but that's when the people that starts the conversation of, am I a nerd? Am I not a nerd? And do you have a collection or what do you collect? <laughs> <laughs> but then you get to like meet you. That's how you like start oh, yeah. to like show people what they're, what you need, what they, what they're looking yeah. for. And, and truthfully, I, pre I actually prefer talking to these people that rather than trying to sell them stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's a great way to start by the way. Like, are you, what kind of nerd are you? Dude, that's such a good question to ask people. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. Cause it just kind of like, it kind of catches it, it's, it's witty enough to catch somebody off guard. Mm -hmm. And especially if, and it, and it's also like, like, uh, you know, it catches people off guard enough to where they'll engage back with you. You know what I mean? Like, what kind oh, of yeah. nerd are you? That's a great question, man. So what kind of, what, what are some of the responses you get from that? Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously some people would be like, I'm not a nerd. Yeah. I mean, that that's the uh, semi-most common answer is, oh, I'm not a nerd. Or it's, oh, I'm a nerd for everything. And I'm okay. just, so I like, I'm go, cool. Then we have everything here. Yeah. 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 Then we got everything you need, yeah. man. And when I, and then I tried to help him uh, narrow it down of, 
Well, what do, what areas do you specialize in for your nerdism? Are you a Doctor <laughs> Who fan? Are you a Marvel fan? DC fan? Comic book fan? Horror fan? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like I love Transformers, but like I'm a horror movie fan. I'm a I'm a nerd for horror movies. You like horror movies? Yes, man. I got a I got a buddy of mine. His name's Mario. He loves horror movies. Yeah, just geeks out over them for yeah. sure. Um, I've been a horror movie fan nerd ever since I was a kid. Um, my first movie was, I watched when I was two or three years old. Yeah. And it was actually my namesake, uh, Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th part two. <laughs> that's great. And I actually was named after Jason Voorhees. Oh, were you really? Yes. That's, a, that's great, man. I feel like everybody back then got their name from a movie. I got my name from a movie. I got my name from Roadhouse. Oh yeah. Patrick Swayze's character on Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, um, yeah, no, I'm the youngest of five kids. So my mother actually got tired naming kids. So she actually <laughs> looked at my two oldest and went, you guys name him. No way. Yeah. That's what a great way to do it. So uh my oldest name my oldest brother named me after Jason Voorhees and my oldest sister named me after Michael Myers. <laughs> Dude. Holy cow. Well that's amazing, man. So as far as like so now now you're in like the building stage now. Yes. Now you're just rocking. So you still sell stuff on Facebook Marketplace. Yep. Still sell stuff in the storefront. Yep. Um where where's your like storefront located? Um we're located in Clearfield, Utah. Okay. Um, just off of uh, State Street, Main Street, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, whatever you want to call it up there. Yeah. yeah, State Street's weird. Yeah, Utah did some weird stuff with that. There's State Street, and then there's I-15, and there's yeah. Redwood Road. Yeah, like if you go up into a Clearfield area, you go, uh, once you hit Layton, it's called Main Street. Then you hit Clearfield, it's uh, State Street. Then you yeah. hit Roy, it's called Main Street again. Then yeah. you hit another place. And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's so true, dude. <laughs> or like 89, Highway 89. Yeah. That's weird. I've never, I don't know. That's weird, dude. That's great, bro. So what are some of the things that you do as like a business owner to like stay on top of your game? Like how do you, how do you handle the business side? Um, business side is literally constant studying of uh, stuff, of uh, the vintage retro stuff, the new stuff coming out, um, like uh, Magic the Gathering is coming out with a new set soon. And every day I'm looking at the stuff that's going to be in the set to see what's going to be the big hitters in the set to make sure I try to have those in stock. Interesting. Um, so do you wholesale from like magic or? Yeah. How, okay. And is it, is it easy to become a wholesaler for these guys? Um, no, it is not. It is a pain to do that. To oh, get it done. Yeah. Because um, I mean, I mean, you know, not everybody can be a wholesaler because you can't yeah. buy cards wholesale. Yeah. Um, like some of them, like uh, do, uh, doing it for Pokemon is a little easier than it is magic um, okay. to be a wholesaler. So are you a wholesale for Pokemon? I'm um, not yet. I'm, okay. I'm going to be doing, getting, uh, going on that soon. Uh, okay. We wanted to get the Magic the Gathering side uh, set up because uh, we had just gotten approved uh, to be a wholesaler for magic and do events and stuff like that. Wow. Um, about six months or so before COVID hit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So tell me what it's like to tell me that process. Like, cause um, that's interesting. I've, I, I mean, I'm assuming you would have to do that cause you buy them at wholesale prices. Oh yeah. So do you, are, do they expect you to turn a profit and show that you've profited um, or so med, like wizards of the coast doesn't ask for, uh, how much you sell it for, how much money you made and stuff like that. Okay. Um, they care about, uh, how many people come into your store to play, how many sort of people come in to buy your, that do come in to buy your product, stuff like that. Interesting. Um, they care. So they care more about the numbers traffic, of pe- okay. the, the numbers of people, the traffic, stuff like that over the sales. Okay. Um, Pokemon doesn't really care about any of that either. Uh, they don't even care about numbers of people. Okay. They, ju- um, they just want to know that you know how to run the games. Oh, so, 
Well, so so to be a wholesaler for Pokemon and Magic and these card games, yeah, you ha- you can't just sell the cards. You have to run games. Um, so with Pokemon, you can be you can just start selling. They just have to ask, they just require you to be a, what they call a Pokemon judge or professor. Oh no! And you have to like test or yeah. something. Are you serious? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Man. So right Holy now, cow. yeah, it's just trying to figure out how to take the test is the problem is the hard part. And then taking the actual test for Pokemon is pretty easy from what everybody I've talked to has said. Yeah. You just got to know Pokemon. You yeah. know what though? That is the craziest thing that makes so much sense. Like you don't want, you don't want somebody selling your product that has no clue about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because then they won't sell. Okay. Right? Or like people will get mad. Like some Dude, even that blows my mind. That's so cool that even Pokemon would say like, hey, dude, you can't sell our stuff unless you know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. So. Wow. How long does the test take? How long does that process um, From what I've been told, it, it takes about half an hour to an hour to take the test. Okay. An hour to take the test. But yeah. like, I mean, it, it, what kind of questions are like, that's the um, crazy thing is like, what what stuff does what? And like, yeah. um, it's what's in like, what packs? It, it's kind of like, what's in what's pack? What the rulings would be if this happened and this happened? No kidding. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. So. <laughs> that is great. And so Magic the Gathering does kind of similar stuff um, or what? So with Magic the Gathering, they just require you to know how to play. So that way, if somebody new comes in, like uh, say you come into the into store yeah, and say, yeah, hey, yeah. I want to learn how to play Magic. Um, we are able to sit down, teach you how to play and stuff like that right there on the spot. Okay. Um, and if we're not able to, we're told to send you to uh, go back home, download arena off your, on your computer or on your phone and learn to play through that. Oh, um, okay. I hate telling people to go play, go learn off of a computer cause it's not yeah. personal. Yeah. Cause, it, cause you can't talk to anybody. You can't ask questions. Yeah. Like that. You know what? I, I can I have one game that I nerd out on and it's a smash up mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, I, they, we, ha- I had to play with some friends who, who knew how to play because they have an app on the phone and it's not the same. Like even like the cards, like there's nuances that you get when you play with friends that you don't oh, get yeah. like in the computer on a game. That yeah. makes sense, man. Yeah. So I, I like that. That's so cool. As a business owner, I still tell them to go check out arena and yeah. whatnot, but I take, I teach them the basics in store and then go, if you still want, uh, don't, I want to learn, uh, learn more about it. You can go on arena and play. Oh, okay. That's cool. So, so, so with magic, you, is there a test like with magic or no, uh, with magic it was, uh, to get approved to ma- uh, for magic was literally, I had to meet with, uh, uh, one of the representatives, uh, from Wizards of the coast. Uh, we just talked on the phone. Okay. Um, that happened three or four times, a, uh, over a three month, uh, period. Okay. And then I had to, and, and he was just like, was he testing you? Was it basically like, it was, was he asking you about stuff? Um, he was just asking me how my store was, uh, uh was how it was set up, uh, what I was doing to try to get more uh, traffic in there for the magic, the gathering players, stuff like that. Okay. Um, and tell me the different options that Wizards of the Coast offers to help out with all that stuff. Wow. Um, and then I had to have a certain amount of people come in and play magic, uh, uh, between the time that my first meeting with the representative and three months later. Okay. Um, so I had three months to get a certain amount of people to come in and play. Was it like a pretty big number or was it, it really wasn't? Um, okay. we, uh, thanks to, uh, another person from, uh, the, uh, networking group I'm in, uh, he, Telling a uh, telling some one of his friends about my store. Yeah, um, his group literally came in and started playing on a weekly basis, and it actually hit my numbers within like a month and a half. Wow, that's crazy, man. That's cool networking. Oh yeah. You know what's so funny about that too, dude? I love this conversation because what's great about that is that you said 
a lot of people are nerds. Like, what oh, kind yeah. of nerd are you? Like, ever they have their things, and then they just have their quirkiness. Like, I totally geek out. Like, I'll play Smash Up. Like, that's my game, and I'll play that forever. I'll just have well, we can come in and play, and yeah, all the nuances and mm-hmm. all the collections and like expansion packs and heck yeah, dude. And so these guys were like, you know, they're they're in the networking group. They they own businesses and everything, but they're like magically gathering nerds. Oh yeah, that's awesome. I love so, it, dude. Holy crap. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so he told one of his friends and his friends, his friend was, they went up to his group and was like, Hey, let's go check the store out. And next thing I know, I had like 25, 30 people playing magic, in my store that I'd never met in my life. And <laughs> so you got to meet them all yeah. and, and chill, mm-hmm. dude. Wow. What and, an awesome uh, thing. Like I said, that was like a year and a half, two years ago, almost. Yeah. Actually three years. Yeah. Two years ago. Uh, I'd be two years in. Uh, coming up in August, I think. Wow. And they still play at my store. <laughs> wow, dude. That's amazing, man. So, so now, so are you, are you, so that's part of it. So that not only do you have to do that, those kinds of things with magic, but then you get to sell their cards and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yep. I get to do pre-sales and pre-orders of stuff. Uh, wow. Pre-release events and stuff like that. And magic helps you with like marketing that? Um, they give me marketing material, but, and, they, oh, okay. and, okay. uh, okay. that I can, da- that I can download and share and stuff like that. And if you go to like their website, my store yeah. is listed as a place you can come play and when, and that's pretty cool. It is. That's a big deal, man. It is. Especially if you're up there. I oh mean, yeah. Like that. I mean, cause like we were just talking about, there's people that you don't need to know play magic that go play magic. Oh yeah. So yeah. I served an LDS mission and we, that was a problem when I was on my mission. We had tons of missionaries playing magic. I was like, dude, what are you doing? I was well, like, whatever though. I'm like, Hey, when, you know, they have a certain missionaries have a certain day or whatever. Oh yeah. I don't know if you're familiar. But. Oh yeah. My wife's uh, born and raised LDS. I okay. Cool. A lot. Um, I actually bab- no, was baptized not oh, okay, a, while, cool. a couple years ago. Oh, okay, cool. So. Right on. Yeah. So they have P day mm-hmm. and like on P day, I really didn't get there. I was like, Oh, whatever. But it was, it was bananas, dude. They had these games going forever. Oh, yeah. And you know, what's funny. I, like at first I was like, what are you guys doing? And then I remembered, like, it's so funny that you asked like what kind of nerd you are because we wouldn't, we wouldn't do that with magic gathering. Like they would have day, they would just put the game on a table and just press pause and then they would come back to it and they would come back to it. Right. And, uh, and I was like, why are you guys doing that? And then I realized that, that my group was doing like the same thing, but with risk, like we would have a risk game going for like two or three weeks. Cause we would just set oh, it yeah. on the table and we would just leave it. And then we would come back, we would write down what happened the last so that when we came back, we could do it, bro. That's, that's bananas. And, and why did we do that? Because it was like our, all of our, it was all of our favorite games and we were doing a stress, like at the time, what we thought was stressful and it was like, we were stressed out at the time. And so what did we do? We'd come home and we'd like finish doing all of our stuff. And then we would just like de-stress, just play risk. And we would all love it. And then we'd all, we'd all just like, forget about what was happening. We would like just get into the game we would like connect with each other and it was a, it was a really cool thing man like it, it was it was great oh yeah i know there's like there's a some people that uh, like during covid yeah. there were people that uh, didn't, uh that stopped coming in and playing magic as uh <laughs> wizards of coast and po- uh, pokemon company and all the other card game, uh, game companies actually banned in server game plays and stuff like that okay um so a few people would show up and play every once in a while. I didn't, they weren't yeah. actual sanctioned events and stuff yeah, like that. And yeah. but I wasn't going to be the man, the owner and go, Hey, go away. <laughs> yeah. 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 You wanted to let people do that. But, uh, 
now that uh, there's uh, in-store gameplay being able to be played again and stuff yeah. like that. Some of these guys that I haven't seen in like a year are just, just showed up and they're like, yeah, you know, how you guys doing? Just uh, like they never left. Yeah, man. Wow, dude. Yeah, and it's great to catch up and you catch up over. Like that's the thing is some people catch up over food. Some people catch up over coffee, drinks, and like, and then some people catch up over games. Like, hey, oh, do yeah. you want to come over and play a game? And we can talk and, and play games and stuff like that. I think that's great, dude. However people can connect. Like, and when you sell that, like, nostalgia when you sell that connection when you sell that like hey nobody judges you here like let's just come and play a game and have fun and like meet new people that's amazing oh yeah that yeah there's that's something that you can't get somewhere else and and and, and the fact that like you were able to go to a business group like what, what made you want to go to the, the business group what made you want to um, go to the networking group i was actually invited by the guy that started it up to come when i uh when okay. i first started my business okay um but i was still working a full-time job so it was kind of hard, for hard. Me to, yeah. to go um but when i quit my job and was able to start going i was like you know what i'm going to go ahead and start doing this because i want to pick the brains of some of these guys that have uh, owned their businesses for a few years and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, um, I started going, started talking to some of the people, uh, several of them were actually really nice and friendly, um, gave me advice, gave, uh, talked to me and whatnot. And I still talk to a lot of them to this day. Yeah. And, so. and you just like, so you got invited, then people just, I mean, that's what networking is, right? You just start talking and you give people business advice. And I mean, what was the one thing you learned? I mean, that you took to your business from those networking meetings? Uh, the biggest thing I took was uh, never giving up, um, mm. no matter how bad it got. Because like I, I, some of those guys, sometimes it got bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, like some of those uh, guys had had uh, three or four businesses fail before they started. I uh, got one that actually succeeded. Oh wow, good for um, you. Man. And then one like uh, there was a guy that's a professional chef that was having problems getting his uh, pies that he can baked into uh, restaurants and stores and stuff like that. And he finally was able to do it. He never gave up. Wow, dude. That's amazing. So. That's great, man. Well, um, I appreciate your time, dude. I appreciate oh, yeah. our conversation. It's been a lot of fun, man. Oh, most definitely. So how do people find you? Is it a website? Um, I mean, we talked about where the address was, but do you have a yeah. website? You got uh, Facebook? We have Facebook. We have a website. We have Instagram. Okay. Um, you can just uh, look up Dark Prime Collectibles okay. on almost any of those sites and find us. Yeah. Um, we also have a Twitch account that we just started to do the streaming. Yeah. What is it? Uh, it is Epics of the Dark Prime. Okay, right on, dude. Epics of the Dark Prime. And when do you stream? Uh, we stream every other Sunday right now for D&D, and we're going to be looking, uh, working on several other shows to be streaming here soon. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks so much for coming, man. No, no problem. Thank you. Absolutely.